Shabbos Parashas Vayera. This Shabbos is known to be Shabbos of Achmas Azarachim, Shabbos of Chesed. The Shabbos project was instituted in Parashas Vayera. Every kid comes home with Amavinu's tent with the four doors. My friend mentions an interesting Rashi. When Hashem is going to destroy Sodom, Avram comes to plea for the people of Sodom. And it says that Yigash by Avram says that he approached the Rabbanu Shalalim. And Rashi says, what is this lashon of Ayigash? There are three times, three different ways that the word Ayigash can be used. Number one, as tefillah. Number two, Ayigash could also mean an appeasement. Number three, Ayigash can be used as a lashon melchama. And most of those make sense. Rashi says that all three are what Avram Avinu was doing at this time during this tefillah coming in front of the Rabbanu to daven for Sodom. And the question is, where's the Melchama in what Avram Avinu was doing? Davening? Yes. Tefillah 100%. You're trying to appease the Rabbanu not to wipe out a city, obliterate and turn them into the Yam, Yamamela? Yes. Melchama? So there are Mepharshim that explain that he was going to war Chaviyach with Hashem, but it, does, it doesn't... It doesn't smell like a, a, a battle. A battle is when someone wants to do something and I come, can I get him, can I get that army to prevent them from doing it? But Avmavina was kind of, you know, coming next to Hashem and saying, wait, why are we doing this? Maybe we can find a reason not to do this plan. But it, he, he's not confronting. There's no conflict in his proposition. And at the end, he walked away when, when the Bereshim said, there's nothing there's not to talk about here. It's not exactly Melchama. And my friend said, maybe. Parsha's Vayera and Parsha, Parsha Chesed. Melchama was Avram Avinu with himself. What's Melchama? Avram Avinu is Chesed. He represents Chesed. Am Yitzchak Yaakov, Chesed Gvurt Feres. He is Chesed, the embodiment of Chesed. Every, the reason why you can tell a Yid, whether he's a Baal Chesed, you could, you could tell a Yid, you could see that he's a Yid if he's a Baal Chesed. If he's not a Baal Chesed, you don't have to worry about his Yichus. Because Avram Avinu has Chesed gene planted into us. Avram Avinu, the Baal Chesed, is coming in front of the Bernish Solomon and saying, Why destroy Sedan? Maybe we could let them off the hook. Maybe we could keep this deprived, low, disgusting, manuveldig, anti Chesed city on the map. That's what Avramavino was coming to Daven for. The antithesis of his entire work was about to be obliterated. And he went to war with himself against his natural instinct to say, well, yeah, good riddance. Maybe we could save them. That was the war. So an inner battle in Avramavino. To be able to take your instincts, even if they're good instincts, but to keep them in check and say, now is the time to go against it. Now is the time for me not to follow what I instinctively would do. That's what Avinu was doing. And we should, all, we should always have a Muhammad going on inside of us. There was a wealthy man sitting at a Shabbos Udah. Maisa Jaya. And one of the kids was running around. And he had this bottle of wine that he had on the Shabbos table that he had been saving for mamish years to open it. It was a special occasion. He had it open on the table and he was breathing. Because, you know, obviously, if you don't let it breathe, the poor wine will suffocate. So he's letting the wine breathe and the kid comes over and knocks it over. It, it happened in a second. The bottle was on the floor, cracked every bit of wine. There was nothing salvageable. I mean, this bottle cost like a small fortune. And the balabas sat there smiling. 
And his wife, on the other hand, started freaking out because she knows what just happened. And she, she and she's, she's looking at her husband like, like, how are you so calm? And he said something very cryptic. He said, ask me in a year. You'll see, you'll see. He said, a year? I said, yeah, a year from today. Ask me why I was so calm. And that calmed her down because it just threw her off and, you know, they cleaned up the mess and invite her. A year later, the husband turns to his wife, that Shabbos, that same Parsha, and says, Rebetzin, remember what happened today last year? She said, wait, is it our anniversary? No, no. Engaged anniversary? No. Our first date anniversary? No. Someone's birthday? No. What happened? He said, exactly. What do you mean exactly? He said, a year ago, a bottle of wine fell. And you asked me why I wasn't freaking out. A year later, I can explain it to you. Because we don't even remember that it happened. In the moment, it's very easy to get caught up in it. And to feel that anxiety, to feel that, that adrenaline, like, oh my gosh, what just happened? Like, this kid must get it over the head because, like, this is a big deal. Like, what impact does this have on your life? It doesn't even have to be a year. In a week from now, what just happened? How important actually is it? Yeah, every mechanic has to do their own thing. But like, sometimes a kid might get it over the head just because, like more than, than necessary, because of the moment. But it's really not important. Some things just aren't important. But this kid was able to show that there is a knee-jerk reaction to go nuts over the smashed bottle of wine. And then, then there's the malchama. The ever-constant raging malchama between you and your inner self, your instincts, your Yitzhahara. And he used this tactic of, of thinking about, you know, what's, what's, what is this going to actually mean in the bigger scheme of things? May we all be zaycha to have that midah of Amravinu, of all the good midahs in the whole world, to be a tremendous Baal Chesed, but to know that right now, this battle is to go against my instinct. Peace.